Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Girl Never Again. This is Winter. This is Nana. And this is Trinity. Today we have a guest. A Would you very like to special guest. A very special guest. <laughs> They're all special. Introduce yourself. Hello everyone, my name is Daniel Paul Landry III. Oh, oh Lord, you got the full government name. Oh, yeah, that's how I like it. He always introduces stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, so. um, Welcome to Girl Never Again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, guys, starting from now on, starting from this Sunday, our episodes are going to air on Sundays instead of Fridays. So this is your last Friday episode. But, um, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, we have, like, an interesting conversation. We saw a thread on Twitter. Um, it was like a thread full of psych- psychology facts and it said a thread of psychology facts that hit different. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the whole thread and talk about each tweet, basically. So the first one says it's impossible to stay mad at someone you truly love. You all agree? Um I agree. Once you you know get space, take time, you can get over the situation. Even if it, even if it's like cheating or something, I feel like you can get over it eventually. Not um, saying that you're gonna mm-hmm. go back to them, but when I got cheated on, I never, I was, I was mad the whole time until we broke up. Really? Yeah, but I now you, you, but now you're like, so you were fake happy the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I was never over that. Like you never get over that. Yeah. Like for real, like I was mad still. Some people do get over it though. Is do they really get over it? Because I tried to tell myself I was over it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. Yeah. But. I mean, everybody's different, so I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Eh, well, me personally, with someone I love, if I'm mad at you, I'm gonna be mad at you for a while because I'm kind of one of those. I'm one of those people who, if I have something that I'm particularly mad about, I stay mad about it. However, even if it's like all said and done afterwards, it's always gonna be one of those things where like I'm mad at you still to this day. But I still if you were ever in trouble, I'd still. You know, there's still something in the back of my okay, mind now, I would do for you. We say mad. We don't have to be necessarily talking about like cheating or something. It could just be like, I don't know. Well, okay, because I remember last episode I was talking about how um, it's like it was hard for me to stay mad at my sisters, even though we were, like we would like fist fight and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I guess because I truly love my sister. Yeah, I you're guess. gonna get over it. So regardless. I didn't truly love him. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a good but realization. Okay. But okay, if somebody cheats on you and you're mad, like if you really love them, you're not gonna say my favorite. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. But like, if they do something like, let's just say like something like not to the extent of cheating, then if you really love them, you're not gonna stay mad at them forever. Yeah. So what is it that could make y'all mad? Like seriously mad that you like if you didn't really truly love them, like this thing says that you could stay mad at them. Cheating. Mm. Like what other thing other than oh. cheating? Um, maybe like you had to know just, something was going on behind my back or something. Like, well, like if yeah. they did or tell said something it. to one of my family members. Oh, like what? Like if he like went off on my mom or something, I don't think I would forgive. Yeah, that. you know what? Because my friend was telling me that his um his baby mama had told his mom like fuck you and yeah yeah just she, well, she said no 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 she said fuck you and no fuck your mom and fuck your brother some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he disrespect told, my mom. He, he told me he's still mad about that. Mm. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Y'all want to move on to the next tweet? Sure. Okay. You gonna read them? Yeah. All right. Saying sorry doesn't mean you're wrong, and the other person is right. It means you value the relationship more than your own ego. No. 
sometimes in a relationship, there comes a time when you have to like swallow your pride and be like, okay, I'm sorry. But that doesn't necessarily mean say sorry when it's not your fault. Yeah. Um... I don't know. If I think I had the other person's feelings, I, I would just say sorry. Say sorry. Yeah. 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 It's 50-50. Yeah. And I feel like to be in a relationship with me, the other person's going to have to realize when they do something wrong, too, to be able to say sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to be saying sorry when it, the argument was stemmed from something that you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you Unless saying- I'm sorry for something. Like, if I did something and he reacted in a way, then I'd be like, okay, I'm sorry for the way what I did. Or the way I handled the situation. But I'm not going to say sorry when it was like his fault. You know? So, hmm. I don't know. So, are you going to be sorry because you hurt their feelings? Or are you going to be sorry about your actions? It depends. I, both. I'll uh, be sorry. Like, yeah. if I did something that will hurt your feelings and it's something that I shouldn't have been done, I'll say sorry altogether for both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm, if sure. I did it. If he did something and I reacted away, I might be like, I'm sorry for the way I reacted. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? What you did hurt me. Because I would say sorry. Like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. But. <laughs> like, if you did what you did and you meant yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, okay, can you remember during the summertime when you, want, you wanted me to take you back to PV? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, but I'm not sorry yeah. to take you back to school. <laughs> because. I didn't feel like going. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if you were There's me, a situation you could be sorry for or, what you did. Or not sorry for what you did, but sorry for how it hurt the other person. Yeah. Yeah. That happens all the okay. time. That can be tricky, though, because it can turn into, like, a different way. That's one apology I hate when people be like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry you feel this way. Yeah. yeah no, like, I'm not too. saying I'm sorry you feel this way. I'm saying, like, I'm sorry that what I did hurt your feelings. Okay. But no button there at all. Yeah, right? when yeah. you throw in the butt, that's when it you're negates like, the whole thing. Exactly. You, you might as well not even say sorry if you're gonna say butt. Yeah. yeah. But um, okay. The next one, um, a friendship. If a friendship lasts longer than seven years, psychologists say it lasts a lifetime. Absolutely. No, I was best friends with somebody since the sixth grade, and we got into. Not, it wasn't even an argument. We just never talked again. Like yeah. one day, like she made me mad. I was feeling some type of way about something, and she was like hitting me up the next day on some just like. Hey, what are you doing? And I never responded. And then I got on Twitter the next day, and she blocked me on Twitter, and we never spoke again. That's crazy. Like never, that like is crazy. still to this day, never talked again. Um, let me think of my longest friendship that I still talk to, like probably like not through text messages or whatever, like on Instagram and stuff. Um, it's probably Madison, and we met like she was Yaya friend first. They met in kindergarten, so I think I was like maybe like seven. When I met her, I'm 22 now. Like we've known each other forever. Yeah, I have a um, a, one of my good friends. We went to daycare together when mm-hmm. we was three, and we still talk. Yeah. Oh, Samaria. So I met her in 2012. What is it? 2020. Yeah. That's I'm years. still. Yeah. I'm. I still talk to all of my friends from elementary school. Like oh, we were, all of them? Yeah, really? most of them. Majority of them. Yeah. Most of them. Like when we were in elementary school, our pa- our moms became close, so we mm-hmm. still talk and see each other when we in town all the time. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think so. What last more than seven years or less of lifetime. Yeah. 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 All right. It only takes four minutes to fall in love with someone while forgetting someone you once loved takes fifteen months. I agree. I disagree. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree because it took me about seventeen months to get over this one person. This was like 
no contact with him, not seeing him, not seeing him on social media, not texting him, not calling him, nothing. Took me 17 months to completely forget about this man, but it really didn't take me that much time to like like him. I'm not gonna say I fell in love with him because I was not in love with him, but and I'll tell you who I'm talking about after the fact because it's not. I don't think you know who I'm talking. You know who I'm talking about, but you don't know who I'm talking. Me? About. Yeah. Huh. I cannot fall in love with anybody in four minutes. Well, I've never experienced that. Mm. And to me, forget forgetting about somebody, especially if they were like a big part of my life, I'm not gonna forget about them easily. Like it personally takes me like forever to forget about somebody. Like I don't think I could ever completely forget about somebody, even if they did me wrong. So actually, um, so someone I once loved, my ex. We broke up February 13, 2019, and I finally felt okay April 27, 2019. So that wasn't 15 months. It's not yeah. happening within 15 months yet. I so. think uh, as far as falling in love with somebody in four minutes, that that could definitely happen. I think so, too. I, I, that could definitely that. happen. I, I, think, I think so. You, uh, have the, you uh, done that before? No, I've never been in love before, I don't think. Oh. Really? But I think so. I, I think you can fall in love with somebody. Like how I said, I said you know instantly when you like somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't. If you know instantly, then. I didn't. Love at first sight. Yeah, I've never had that before. No, okay. I, I believe it though. Normally, I don't like people at first. And then it takes like a few months. I'll be like, oh, okay. I think I do kind of like him. <laughs> That's like with everybody. All right. Next one. The longer you hide your feelings from them, the harder you fall. Mm-hmm. That one right there struck a big nerve with me because I think that's 100% true. I feel like when you try to fight it and fight it and fight it, especially to them, it's like when you don't want them to know that you like them. Yeah. And you're trying to like hide it and hide it, hide yeah. it, the harder you fall. I, I 100% get it. Yeah. Not even fall, but like the more you like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, I really wish I could act on it. Like yeah. act on how yeah, I Yeah, you're thinking. always thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. That's true. I, I think it's true too. Yeah. Um... Exes capable of being friends after a breakup either love each other too much to let go or never love each other in the first place. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's fabricated. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think if you stay friends after a breakup, I don't think you love each other too much because if you love each other too much, you wouldn't break up in the mm-hmm. first place. And it's, it's y'all just. But what if y'all just really aren't meant to be like you love the person, but y'all just aren't meant to be? Then you're just used to each other. I don't think that you I love feel each other like, too much. Yeah, y'all just buddies. I feel like in a um, perfect world, if me and my ex, like, just said we never got back together. I feel like I would want to be friends with him. I, I can't, I can't see him not in my life in some type of way. Charity, mm. for some reason, I still think you're in box one, even though all these months have gone by. You're still in box one. <laughs> really? <laughs> what does it mean, box? Because the square, 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 square one, which is denial. Because that's denial? how I was. Yeah, I still. Because whenever you say little shit like that, I think still think you're in. Like really? the first phase of grief, which is denial, because that's how I was. I was on the phone begging to get back with him. I like I can't. I'm not even begging to get. But yeah, but still, that's still like a part of denial. You're like I can't see him with like without like him not in my life like this. And y'all been broken up for a long time. That's why I'm a little concerned about that. Comment. How long is a long time? Since June eighth, two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. That's not that long. Almost a year. Uh, it hadn't been a year yet, though. It hasn't been a year yet. Nine months. I'm concerned. But we never like just broke off completely. Like we would go a few weeks without talking and right back in contact with each other. And also, you guys are still in box one. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't we'll see. What do you think, Winter? I do feel like I don't. Okay. 
When you and your ex broke up, did you still want to be friends with him? I tried, bitch. We were one time we were on the phone talking about the new people we were messing with, but that did not go well. It's probably too soon. I for mean, that. because <laughs> like I feel like after everything that I witnessed with other people and myself, people are like, okay, do you think you can still be friends with the ex? <laughs> You think so? Okay, so, so, so listen, okay, this so. This does not count. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay, friends with my ex. It's from middle school. Okay, so that's middle school. Okay, guys, so listen to So me and Daniel dated for like three no, months in high that. school. Yeah, we did. We dated for like three months in high school. I don't count him as an ex. He counts me as an ex for some reason. I don't know why. You don't have to do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we're still friends, but I don't think I like romantically love Daniel. Did you romantically love me? No. That's that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so I don't that's why I don't really count him as a ex, but um okay. So what were you saying? Like but okay, so do you think you can be friends with your exes? I mean okay. like truly I don't friends. Think so. Me I don't think either. So. Me either. Just based off the stuff that I've seen. Hmm. Like even people who have been married, they've been married for years and stuff like that. Like they really, you know, they did love each other. But it's like after the divorce is over, it's not like they oh they still trying to hang out, be buddy buddies. Like, okay, we got yeah. kids, whatever we call parent, boom, that's it. Like so I feel like if you are still friends with your ex, it's like Actually, I think it really just depends actually, on the relationship. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never I seen know. nobody just have a really, truly, like... I've I know, seen it before. Yeah, I have seen it before. I'm going to give you an example. I know of a couple who started dating in, like, the 80s. They dated for, like, I don't even know how many years, but they didn't get married until, like, 2003. Mm-hmm. So when they got married, they were only married for, like, two years before they divorced. Oh. But still to this still day, friends. they're still friends. And it was just because I feel like they grew up together. Like, at one point, they were all each other new. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now, it's easy. Like, he... Yeah. He doing his thing. He's dating around. She's dating around. But, like, he still has one of his, like, old trucks parked at her house. He right. still... You know what I'm saying? They right. still have, mm-hmm. like, access to each other in a way that's not romantic. Right. Okay, yeah, I get it. But I feel like... Like, they had... They built a bond. Like, they, like, had a life together for yeah. so many years. So, it's hard to just, like, shut the door on that, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like whenever me and my ex tried to be quote-unquote friends, we were just telling telling each other shit to try to make each other jealous. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. Like, it was weird. And, like, we don't even have much in common to even fucking be friends. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, anyway. Um, okay. Psychology suggests sometimes you could love someone so much that even knowing the truth won't change your mind. I know so many delusional girls that they like you know you made a cheat on you like you know you know this information right, but because you love him so much, you don't even really care what the truth is. Yeah, I don't think that's true. No, no, wait, what is this? What does it say? Psychology suggests sometimes you could love someone so much that even knowing the truth won't change. Yes, your mind. I agree because I've seen girls just just straight up like Sorry. you is know that the love? truth. No, no, that's, no. Not love. that's not love for the for the person's part. Not even from her part either but it's just like in the moment they're just they're like just you think being blindsided yeah they're being blinded not blindsided by, they're being blinded, blinded by what they you know mm-hmm. think love is yeah what they think love that's is. what i'm saying i don't agree with that tweet because i feel like if you really love somebody and they hurt you it's gonna hurt you yeah because you, you wouldn't want you, some yeah you know this dude is messing around on you and you're still with him yeah that's not you, oh you just don't want to leave because you're in love no that's not being in love i don't love. think that's being in love and like firsthand like i know that's not being in love like i bitch you're gonna be sad yeah you know the truth about something you don't like you know the truth about what and just to like brush that under the rug no no man wait right. wait wait psychology suggests sometimes <laughs> you can love someone so much that even knowing the truth won't change your mind like what what if you were with a guy fuck a year and find out he had a wife and kids 
Oh, that's crazy. But that's oh, kind of could go back to you. Like, you were with somebody, found out that he cheated, and that didn't really change your mind about nothing. So, was it love? No, it didn't change my mind, but I was sad. I was like, I but was that's, like, that, that has I nothing was to say. That has nothing to say with, oh, you won't be sad about it. It just says even the truth won't change your mind. Like, it didn't change your mind about, like, not what, like, leaving him or like that. Like, it changed my mind about myself. <laughs> and I got lower self esteem. Just deep, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe this one. Okay. Um, if you think about a person a lot, it means you're also in that person's mind. That's a lot. <laughs> really? I, I, I like to think That's that. I true. like to think that too. Going back to know. like soul ties, I don't know. I, it, it's happened, especially with me and you. Like, yeah. I'd be thinking about you, and then like I'll look down and my ear calling okay, me or something different. like that. Because hmm. we're connected. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I like to think that like dang I'm thinking about them they're probably thinking about me too but that doesn't necessarily know. mean nah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think that one's true so. um okay the mood where you're the mood where you're easily agitated shows you're missing someone a lot don't you Not, get like that yeah or like when you're my mom used to always say that she knows my moods when when I have an attitude it's because I'm hungry I'm sleepy or I'm fighting with my ex she used to say that all the time Really? Yeah. Hmm. It would like change my entire mood and she would like pick up on it. I've never experienced this. The mood where, you, where you're easily agitated tells you you're missing someone a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, When they're the first or last thought of your day, it means the person was the cause of your happiness or pain. Absolutely. True. Ooh, That's true. Ow. When you wake up thinking about oh, I hate to say it. When you wake up thinking about somebody and then go to sleep thinking about somebody, Nine times out of ten, they're really making you really, really happy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. In pain. Bitch, when I was going through my breakup, I was going to sleep in pain. Going, yeah. waking up. Bitch, yeah. I opened my eyes and start fucking crying. It was like a nightmare, oh, I swear. I know. Uh, I believe that 100%. Okay. The more you think about some more, <laughs> the, the more you think about someone, the more you miss them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. And the more you start to like them, too. I don't care. Like, just think about, like, when you have a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. and then you're, like, days later, you're still replaying the conversation in your mind. Like, yeah, he, yeah. and he said this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, missing someone makes it hard to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, because, like, there's times that, like, I miss the guy that I'm talking to, and it's just, like, I'll be having to, like, just, like, toss and turn, because, like, I can't go to sleep because I'm thinking about him so much. This Can is- I give y'all a confession? Yeah. I it's not hard for me because I'm just like I like to sleep so I like to fall asleep just in general like mm-hmm. I like to be asleep mm-hmm. but what I'll do is I'll start thinking about the person right before I'm about to fall asleep so that way I'll dream about them oh I never tried doing that it actually works I actually know exactly what you this mean this is yeah. a tweet for the um I hate sleeping alone bitches for real. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Makes it hard to miss someone. Makes it hard to fall asleep in it. Yeah, if they, I'm sleeping, I'm gonna fall asleep. They can't fall asleep, so they on Twitter talking about some I hate sleeping alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, I guess if you, bitch, no, because if when I was going through my breakup and it was like hard for me to um fall asleep and stuff, I would just take. 30 minute Exactly. If you're tired, you're going to go to sleep regardless yeah. of who you think about. Um, okay, next one. Being replaced or ignored causes more psychological pain than an actual breakup. Replaced Ooh. or ignored. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. 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 Think, just thinking about like being like, it depends on how the situation ends. 
I've been in a situation where a dude just stopped talking to me cold turkey and got in a whole relationship. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, like, dang. like, same thing with, with dude from Singapore. He completely just dropped me for that white girl. Like, that that really hurt more than breaking up with my ex. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sucked. Yeah, that, that was like, I don't know. That was, yeah. I'm trying to think if I had a similar situation, but I don't think so. And my situation was like a week after my grandma died. Like, he stopped um, talking to me a week after my grandma died. And I feel like I was depressed over that. And yeah, and that, the yeah. The death, the whole summer. Hmm. Have you have you had something like that? You mean about being replaced? Yeah, no. The re- the replacing hurts, especially if they replace you with somebody who you know they could be doing a lot better. Yes, like, it's like you left me for that. Like man, shoot, I kind of care about you. I want you to be happy, so yeah. Don't be don't be going up under if you're going to replace me. Shoot shoot much higher. Yeah, and in my situation, I didn't like he didn't talk to me. I I didn't reach out to him anymore mm-hmm. until like six months down the line they broke up and he was like, oh yeah, it was a mistake. Like blah blah blah. And then I got in a relationship with him. But yeah. Okay, um, the people who ignore you now will somehow need you later on in life. Yep. I, I would Possibly. like to think in so, that same yeah. situation he ignored me but then came right back as soon as that relationship was done yeah what you think Daniel hmm yeah I agree yeah okay men tend to forget but never forgive women tend to forgive but never forget men period. tend to forget yeah but never forgive yeah, that's actually like, a lie I, no I think that's true I don't think I feel I like think they try it. to forget it. Like they try to just block it out their mind. Mm-hmm. They'll never forget. Yeah, I know we forgive but never forget. We yeah. definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like we don't even forgive. We just move on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess. Just okay. like in your situation when you got cheated on, you said you never forgave him. You just moved on with the situation. Yeah. I didn't forgive him until after we broke up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, when a woman no longer gets frustrated or upset with you, she no longer cares. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. But that yeah. that that one is the truth. Yeah. Um, someone who truly loves you will never give up on you or let you go, no matter how hard the situation. Now, now, when they say no matter how hard the situation, it's just like if I'm going through something emotionally, like something happened in my life, it's like, and I'm just trying to push you away, like no, don't give up. Mm-hmm. But if I'm disrespecting you, cheating on you, not really, like then yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like in that situation. Yeah. Mm. But some people will take it with the, the other thing, like mm. some people like let's say if a boyfriend cheat on his girlfriend, she wants to like break up with him. He'll probably like screenshot this tweet and send it to her to try to convince her. Like, oh yeah, like just yeah, yeah. manipulative. Yeah, yeah, someone who truly loves you will never give up on you, right? Like, no matter how. Oh, but they do that though. Like, oh, you supposed they to do? be my ride or die. Yeah, like yeah. Just I feel you like feel females guilty. do that. No, but like no. they want to make you feel guilty. Like when you start realizing your worth and you're trying to leave, they'd be like, well, if you really love me, you would never like just you know. If you really love me, you would never disrespect me. So, it's not people that change; it's the way you perceive them and what they show. That's true. I feel like after a breakup, yeah. you start seeing them, them in a completely different way. Yes, you definitely yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like they've been the same person this entire time. You're just seeing things for what they are now. Oh no, people do change though. People do change. That's true. But you remember what my ex said when I talked to him a few weeks ago? He was just like, I peeped your podcast, and it seemed like you were thriving. I wonder if you still have the same job or not, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, like, the way I, I guess the way he perceives me now is like, damn, like, and I know, like, after we broke up, he was probably thinking, like, yeah, she's not going to be able to stay by herself. She's not going to be able to pay for her permanent. Probably, like, yeah. yeah. He probably was thinking, like, yeah. Because I remember him telling me, he was like, you know, you can just move back with your mom or get a roommate or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, 
no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be straight or whatever. And then he was like, um, because, you know, like, I don't need you calling me, telling me that you need help on the rent. Like, uh, boo. Oh, boo. I don't boo. need you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would, that, that, that's, that was just crazy to me. Like, like he thought he was going to fail or something. No. Yeah. You're not going to be able to mm-hmm. do it on your own. Exactly. And look at you now. Exactly. So proud. Yeah, period. Um, anyways, 90% of the time, it's not the person you miss. It's the moments and feelings you shared together that you miss. Yep. Yeah. Um, I feel 50, like. 50. Yeah. 50, 50. I agree with that. I have never missed him. You've never like thought him. about like, dang, that one time when we were doing this. That's the memory. That's, That's not the memory. him. That's the memory. That's what because, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, because I don't miss going. I don't miss going to Brenda's with him. I miss the shit that we when we like used to go to Brenda's in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. Like I don't miss like I don't be like oh my gosh I wish she was here. Right. I'm gonna go to I'm be like I'm gonna go to Brenda's. Mm-hmm. So but then I'm like I'm like dang like we used to go to Brenda's in the middle of the night for no fucking reason. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm like dang I miss when we used to do this. But then sometimes I'll be like dang I kind of miss him. Like I miss us being able to like. You know what I'm saying? Like, just certain stuff. Like, him and I, I feel like we connected the most on food that we eat. Mm -hmm. Him and I like the same type of food. Like, you, some of the stuff that I like, you don't like. So, it's like, I miss being able to have him to go Mm -hmm. eat that with. Because I can't do it with you. I can't do it with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that makes Mm -hmm. me miss him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, dang, I miss having my little food, buddy. But, yeah. but but, But then, if it's like, if I was here with... Um, my little boo, and I wanted Brenda's or whatever. I'm gonna be like, let's, let's, I'm gonna take you to this Mexican place. Let's go, like yeah. you know, if it, if I already had somebody here like with me, like they wanted to go and shit like that. But if I was by myself, I'm like, dang, I'm gonna just go to Brenda's right now, whatever. Yeah. But it would just be like because of that, not because of you missing him. Yeah, yeah. got you. <sighs> but anyway, um, you have to love yourself before you can truly love someone else. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Or else you'll be dependent on, on. the relationship mm-hmm. for happiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, everyone goes through 10 stages after heartbreak. Overwhelming grief, random crying in public, numbness, confusion, false hope, anger, premature acceptance, hysterical relapse, true acceptance, and an interest in something new. But does that does that mean if you didn't go through these things you really didn't love them or something because i didn't go through none of that but i think i told y'all again <laughs> i think I he probably did he i just think don't he didn't know. notice yeah i mean i just felt like i had to go i was leaving the country i could not be in that space where like i'm sitting up here crying in public well you know i did send y'all that video like a week when i was in singapore and i said you do that video of me crying but yeah. that was that that was it after that i didn't really feel like no but you went through some fucking overwhelming grief already but i think you went through the overwhelming grief before y'all actually broke up because um remember didn't y'all break up or had like a like a little fight or something like a week before? Mm-hmm. Whatever, that, was probably, before yeah. that was probably like the overwhelming grief. Mm-hmm. Okay, random crying in public after you, you know, mm-hmm. um, numbness, confusion. Yeah, okay, confusion. Yeah, and then I I think whenever you was on Snapchat going off about it too, I think that can go random crying in public. <laughs> <laughs> okay, false hope. You're probably like. Hoping y'all were gonna get back together. Yeah, you think there's never a chance or something? Never, never thought about we would, we would get no, back together. No, you sent him that message, the message you sent to us. Yeah, but that was literally the day we broke but up. But that's a, that's still the same you, thing. You still <laughs> want to anger, anger for real. She fucking. <laughs> nah, I'm about to go to jail. I'm about to go to jail outside his door, or whatever. Had me texting like, "Hey, when he's outside your door, open up, like whatever." <laughs> um, premature acceptance. Did you think you went through that? What's premature acceptance? Like when you finally accepted the the fact that y'all weren't gonna get back together. I feel like everybody goes. Yeah, that. that's the case in you. 
hysterical relapse. Did you ever have a hysterical? You did. No, she did. No, no she what, did. what's hysterical like? Not hysterical, hysterical but you relapsed. relapsed. When did I relapse? I don't think. I don't think she relapsed. Yeah, like, I don't in think the I... summertime. You you didn't you didn't. Not with Brandon, no. Yes, you did. No, she did. no I did not. I oh, did. You did. You did. <laughs> oh, winter, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm so like, mad at myself. Okay, yeah, because that's what I was. That's when I first read this too. I was treating you like, no, you hysterically relapsed. I was like, no, I didn't. No, you- not hysterical, but a, that's a relapse. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then true. When did you truly accept? Truly accept. I truly okay. I I accepted before I relapsed. So I. That was premature. Premature. Oh well, then, then after that, then. Oh, remember when you guys were talking on the phone a lot and stuff. But if we, I relapsed. That is in, not mine. That is not mine. <laughs> I um, I relapsed in September, so then, but like I already knew before that that it, it that we were not getting back together. That there was never any chance. So I think I would want to say what what month was that? When y'all talking a lot? No. Um. Before the like in the middle of me and the demon, we we were talking. That's when I kind of knew that whatever me and Brandon were going through, it was definitely not ever happening again. So like during the summertime, yeah, that's when like I I I just knew that it wasn't ever gonna happen. And then interest in something new happened immediately. Yeah, <laughs> that was immediate. I feel like um I went through all of those, but like out of order. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna... I feel like I was interested in something new immediately. But I don't feel like not I... Not really, though. What you mean? Okay, well, not immediately, but a few months later, I was interested in something else. But what's the one you just... um Acceptance, premature acceptance? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've hit that one yet. You don't think you hit premature acceptance? That it's never going to happen again? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It's premature acceptance and true acceptance. You're, I think you're in premature oh, acceptance premature, right now. Yeah, but I haven't fully accepted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, my thing, overwhelming Greek bitch. I, the, the <laughs> second I read that letter that he left me, overwhelming grief my nigga like oh my gosh i couldn't stop crying like i remember i stayed up most of the night i called my mom i was on the couch i was like in a letter yeah like you know (laughs) no so okay so basically i was at work he texted me let me know when you come home from work i made a sim dinner i was like okay cool so i came home um he was like the dinner and stuff is on the counter and i made you um and I, I wrote you a letter, mind you, the day before Valentine's Day, so I thought it was something uh, nice, right? So it's a three-page letter sitting on the kitchen counter. I'm reading it and whatever. He's looking at me. He's standing right there. I'm in the kitchen. He's looking at me. Read it. And so the note was very mean. Like, he just fucking broke up with me in a letter and shit. And I was just, I just started crying. Immediately. Wow. That man had you read a little while he was standing. While there. he was standing there, uh, and then he had took all his shit out the bathroom and all, and everything was go- like. And then he you like, could just did all that and just left the letter. Yeah, and, and then at the end of the letter, after I finished reading the letter, or whatever the it said, but you're still my best friend, so if you want to talk, let me know. Like what? Right, I right, wish I right. kept the letter so y'all could fucking read it. Oh, I threw it away. But anyway, I wish I kept it so I could re- I could have read it on the on the on the show. But anyway. Um, so that was my first one, overwhelming grief, random, random crying in public. I started crying in public the very next day. I had to go to class, and me and him had the same class the next day. And so I saw him walk in and stuff like that, and he was laughing with with our classmates. And I was just like, how is he laughing right now? I couldn't even stay the whole class. It was an hour and 20 minutes. I walked, I left class early. Um, numbness, 
yeah, I felt numbness too. Confusion. I was like, everything was going so great, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I just tricked myself. Yeah. Um, false hope. Oh, yeah. False, y'all, this is so embarrassing, but I was looking at on YouTube, like, how to get your ex back with the no contact rule and, and, and like, for real. Like, I was looking at shit like that, like, with that false hope shit. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to come back. He's going to come back or whatever. Like, no. And then, like, um, I would, like, text him about, like, stupid shit. Like, hey, um, I'm not going to be at the apartment today. Can you go feed um, my cat? Like, you know, stupid shit. Um, hoping that, like, you know, he'll just come back here and, like, you know, just, like, everything will be, like, re-sparked or whatever. Oh, and then we did try to try again, but that shit didn't work. And then, um, anger. Oh, yeah, I was mad after we tried to try again, and he said the whole reason why we broke up was my fault. He said, this is all your fault, so I was mad or whatever. So, premature acceptance, I guess, that was when I started talking to that one dude that didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And then, um, hysterical relapse happened June 8th. It was hysterical. It was just a relapse. And then true acceptance after that. And just in something new. was, I think it just in something new is actually right now. Really? Yeah. I think you were interested Girl, you in, know, at, yeah. in Highway 6. I mean, not Highway 6. 610. Mm-hmm. That was oh. something new and interesting. Uh, I'm talking about how everything before September. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say fucking October. Everything before October was like hot girl shit it was yeah. not true it interest. was not true interest okay yet. okay that makes sense yeah um Daniel, you wanna talk about this one uh as far as the stages i can't really agree i mean i i normally just can't agree because i've never really experienced them mm-hmm. not in order not out of order you know mm-hmm. things just happen you know mm-hmm. You wanna, it might be different from God for guys. I do think it's definitely 100%. different for guys. Yeah, hundred percent because they move on before they actually for like before they actually accept the fact that it's not gonna happen again. There yeah. it is. Because when yeah. I go through something like that, like if my dudes are single, I'm calling them up and I'm hanging with them, and they got me for the whole process until I seem like I'm back to myself. Right. But if they're single at first, and then two months in, they all of a sudden got girlfriends now. You that like, oh, hey, babe, <laughs> yeah. I miss you. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to tell our listeners, like, your background on your love life, or? Background on my love life. So what What are you right now? What's good to you? Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm actually in a relationship right now. Okay. With a young lady who graduated from the same university as me. College sweetheart. University? I college. said college sweetheart. College oh, sweetheart. okay, I thought you were saying. College sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I said. I I said university, yeah. she said, no, it's college. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you thought I said that was college, sweetheart. Yeah. No, I said, you're a college, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, so y'all been together since 2015? Yeah, fall of 15. Uh, had a break in there. Had another break, but still together right now. Okay. So do you think chivalry is dead? Yes, because... Well, yes and no. Yes, because a lot of the dudes that I know who don't have chivalry... They weren't taught it, you know, by their Ooh. fathers. Um, and then there are other cases like I don't I don't want to put myself out there, but me and you know other men that I do know who actually still uphold those same values. Yeah. So it's not you're the most dead. chivalrous dude I know. Really? Like period. Ever, ever. What about you know your your new? No, the, he's oh. not. Oh. <laughs> he's okay. Not. How, how how is Daniel chivalrous, and what what are the things that he does? If I go somewhere with Daniel, I don't give people, no door. give our listeners the definition of chivalry can you look it up winter real quick 
she got your phone out? I would say like a true gentleman, like a um, chivalry, uh, old school uh, gentleman. This old school. Now, old school back when we had like knights and white it horses, says, or yeah, no, because that's what that. pops up. That's where it starts off. Yeah, right? that's what that's what chivalry means. The medieval knightly system with this religious, yeah. moral, and social code. But mm-hmm. um, it is. But the, this it says the combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight. Yeah, like yeah. of a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I might have to get that tattoo. Now it's like. <laughs> You know, they don't, people don't want to have like um, genders in relationships. Okay, and then, yeah, like and then that. so in the Urban Dictionary, it says being courteous. And, oh, I hate the, it says being courteous and polite without asking for anything in return. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But yeah. If I but go yeah, it's just about like, like, you know, your knight in shining armor. Right. That's what, you know, chivalry. Right. Yeah, if I go somewhere with him, I don't touch no doors, car door, bathroom door, fucking door door. <laughs> Cool. What else? I mean, she got a bag of trash out there. I'm gonna take to the dumpster when yes, I leave. Yes, every time he comes here, I'm like, can you please take the trash out? Like, yo, yo. He is a gentleman. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've noticed that about him. Like certain nights when I'm like walking, I'm like I'm about to leave, and he'll like walk me to my car and like yeah. open my car door and stuff like that. Make yeah. sure I'm safe. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a gentleman. So y'all have it. Okay, so the guy that you like, so you would say he's not, he's chivalrous, but not as chivalrous? He's not chivalrous. Yeah, like, oh, really? Yeah. Don't, he's not chivalrous. Men don't, like, open the car door anymore. Okay, yeah. but you know, didn't we talk crazy. about that, the car door situation? Like, I can open my own car door. I can really it's, open my own door. I, we all nice. can. It's, we all can open up yeah, our own car door. We ain't handicapped. Not, it's, it's just nice. the point. It's the principle. Yeah. Mm. That's um, how it was back in the day. Men opened up car doors for women, for the women. Okay, no question, Daniel. So, if... Y'all going somewhere and Courtney driving and she oh, is that okay if I say her name on here? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Our relationship's not private, so I'm, okay. I, I didn't know. Damn. You <laughs> sorry, girl. Say it, I don't so think, I was, yeah. Girl. That's why I was yeah, like, like ooh, okay. But like, if she's driving and she stops for gas, like I'm what, pumping the gas. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what you call? It, you know, my guy pumps my gas. Yeah. Um. He also okay. So I was opening the doors for myself. He was like, you know what? Let me like open the door because I'm tired of you opening the door for yourself. I'm like, it's just like, you can open it. But I'm like, all right. Because you remember I was telling you, and I don't know if this is some psychological thing, but I don't like walking behind a man because it makes me feel inferior. So like, I like to be like in mm-hmm. front on the side of him. Like it just, it just makes me feel I, My mom had the I whole, behind my nigga. Okay. My mom <laughs> had a whole conversation with me because I was the same way. Like, I'm not going to wait on no man to open the door for me. I can do it myself. Like mm-hmm. independent type of thing. Mm-hmm. But she reminded me, you have to let a man be a man. These yeah. are things that the men are supposed to do for you. Yeah. So now I'll stand in front of the door until he opens the door for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll start doing that, but because like, it's, it's his, it's his to job. Me, certain, in things, yeah. certain things like that doesn't bother me if I'm opening up my own door because, like I said, most of the time I'm walking in front of him or on the side of him. Because so once you walk too fucking fast, uh, <laughs> once you be, be running for real. <laughs> but um. No, nah, he's not really shivering. Like I told y'all, like I was kind of that was kind of like a reflection because I don't care if I'm driving. Daniel will, will get out and pump now my the gas pumping too. gas. I think every guy knows you need to you need exactly. To pump the gas. So, so that guy was there. comfortable. He did not fucking flinch. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> what was going through his mind? Because that's a that's a, a hidden rule. That's, yeah, that's like a well known rule. Like yeah, okay, opening a car door. A lot of guys don't do that. Uh, yeah, okay. but pumping the gas, gas. Yeah, even and like, like that's like home. And I was like, you back home? Yeah. yeah, that's like opening a door for a girl. That's something that you just do. Yeah, pumping I mean, gas is something that you do. Yeah, I mean, so okay. the fact that he did it, that would have been like that's what I was. I like, probably would have yeah, said something. I would so, so like I, I remember on our way there, I was thinking I was just like, I hope he pumped the gas. I hate the act of pumping gas myself. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I really not even paying for it. I'll pay. 
fucking ten dollars more if somebody would pump the gas for me. Okay, really? if there was like a, a gas attendant. <laughs> okay, we should go back to that. And so yeah, if there was a gas attendant, I'll pay more for them. To do it. I hate the actual act of doing it, and like the pump is dirty and stuff like that. So and I'm on my way there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope he gets out and pumps this gas or whatever. And mind you, while I was um getting gas, while I was taking him home. I was on the phone with my classmate because we were talking about um something for like a group project and stuff. So I'm on the phone and shit. So I thought he was gonna be like, no, mm-hmm. I got it or whatever. Yeah. No, I pulled up. Or whatever, I'm kind of moving slow, hoping like he would, he would like. Be like, nah. I got it. My nigga was leaned the fuck back <laughs> on his phone, not like comfortable, did not flinch at wow. all. Yeah, seatbelt still on. Like I was just like, damn. But I mean, I guess, I guess. But like, okay, so the first time we met, though, remember when we didn't have chairs at first, and he was like, he would just, he'll just stand up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess. But maybe. Um, did it? I stood up. I was standing. Oh, that's mm. a fucking red flag. Because But it, well I said no no no, you can sit down. Then he was like, Please sit down. Oh, okay. Eventually. And that's when he got up and got another chair. He got another chair, yeah. I was like, no, no, Because you were standing up at first. Yeah. I was like, No, you can sit down, I'm fine. That's another thing, how I don't let men be men. I was like, No, I'm fine, I'll stand up. I should have set my ass down first. Yeah, I sat my Yeah, no, nah, I just would have stood up with you until you eventually, got uncomfortable. And yeah, sat eventually down. he was like, Please just sit down, like, please sit down. And I yeah. was like, Okay. Uh I don't know. But yeah. What about men paying for stuff? Is that chivalrous? Or is it... I think like how they told us this is what we're supposed supposed to to do. do. Yeah, they're like, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you're supposed to put my gas too, so what's the difference? Okay. (laughs) He could have put like $10 on it too. See, I wasn't even tripping about that. I just wanted him to get out and pump it. Right, like I can't pay for the gas. You just need to pump the gas. Yeah. If that was the case, you know what I'm saying? But he could have did one of the other. Yeah, you didn't pay or pump. But not. I'd rather pay... And he pumped. Like I don't want to have to. Okay, you pay for the gas, and I'm gonna put my gas while you're in the car. Like yeah. I don't, I don't like that. No, I hate no. Fuck. Girl, that's so. That just grinds my gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like little boo, boyfriend, husband, friend, or not. I feel like you just pump it. Yeah, yeah. Cause you're a guy. A friend should yeah. pump your, your gas. Yeah. So. I had a homeboy. Um, he wanted me to come out and just like hang out with him or whatever, and I did, and he ended up. Pumping my gas and he put ten dollars on it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I took uh, one time. It was a coworker. Um, he used to work with me at the Y when I when I was doing camp and then when I did after school program too. And he um he, oh he actually graduated from PD. His name uh Curtis. He, he was like really short. Mm-mm. And but he he was he was a, good, a cool guy or whatever. Um, but one time after work, he was like, hey, um, you think I can get a ride home or whatever? I'll give you gas. And I was just like, okay, cool. So I'm going to get out. So he was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to get up and pump and it. Like, that's the first time yeah. Yeah, a dude that was just my friend, like, or not even a friend, coworker, like, actually did that. I pulled up to the gas station at Bucky's one time in PB, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and this man came over and was like, you too cute to be pumping your own gas. <laughs> yeah, so, so and I was like, well, I'm not going to give you my number. I'm thinking he's trying to hit on me. Yeah. He was like, I'm just pumping your gas for you. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And after he, it, it filled up, he was like, all right, have a good night. And yeah, like, somebody Thanks. had asked me, did, did um, I want him to pump my gas, but it was it was not time. I just looked at him and he didn't say anything. Yeah. I thought it was like a plot. <laughs> but some men really just don't want a woman to pump their gas. They're going to do right, it with them. Right, right. I don't know, but and that's crazy that we like are like almost offended by it. Like, what you trying to put my right, ass, you know? Right, just because it's like a random man, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, so you said if he's not sugar, that means he wasn't like taught. Yeah, it wasn't taught to him. So it's not like he doesn't like you or anything. Yeah, not that he doesn't like you. He just doesn't know any better. 
Mm. I think next time you should talk to your guy and just be like, hey, like not not like it's a problem, but just see if like he just wasn't taught that pumping gas. No, I wouldn't even. I would bring it up as a conversation, just like this. Like, do you think men are still chivalrous? Like, I would ask mm. him like, okay, that. yeah, that's a good way to go into every it. time. Or be like, what is your? I'm compelled to text him right now. I'd be like, what is your definition <laughs> of a? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, what would like, suck is if you ask him about it and you be like, uh, what was I getting at? I'm drawing a blank. But if you ask him about like being shivery and being like, oh, you should do this, 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 is this, and he says like, why? Now that would be one of the red flags. Some people, you'd be surprised. Some dudes would be like, why I gotta do that? Like, but I feel like some niggas feel like they sh- they can't do stuff for all the girl- for every girl because yeah, I mean yeah. I understand that too. It's like, oh, I did all this for this, but bitch like that she pump, claimed but me and like gas open that, that, that's, that, that's already yeah, that should be that regardless. Paying for stuff so, that's that makes a yeah. difference, but pumping your gas and opening door is nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he paid for your stuff like the first night he met you yeah and then you know we went out to lunch yeah too and i and i paid for some food too but since then but i just feel like he should have pumped my gas (laughs) i feel you he should have i don't know what else y'all want to talk about that was the end of the thread yeah that was the end of the thread that was it that's when i when um yep i think so Hmm. Oh, oh, actually, here's the last one. Everyone experience, everyone's experience with pain is different. If you haven't completed these stages and decide to jump into a new relationship in this process, you're carrying baggage into the next relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, that's what, part of the reason why I say I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Because I feel like if I were to jump into something else right now, I would be carrying the leftover emotional pain from my last mm. relationship into my new relationship. Yeah. And I feel like that, um, that's like the main reason why I say I'm not ready to commit to somebody yet because of that. I have to completely be over it before I can. Yeah. yeah. Gotta take time to yourself. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like, I don't feel like I'm in square one. I just feel like it's, I, no, you're still like, square one. No. We'll, we'll talk about this after the podcast. I just feel like it's <laughs> yeah. taking me time. Hmm. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Um. So, do you need any advice from us? Because since we don't have any advice letters, you got and you guys suck. By the way, if you guys want to send us an advice letter, send it to girlneverganinggmail.com. Thanks. Oh wow, they can send y'all advice letters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. We we we, we got some. We got, got some, some yeah. but they're not consistent. So. Shoot, I'm gonna start sending anonymous letters. You can't. <laughs> All of them are anonymous, unless like. One of our friends just asked us to talk about something. Mm. Do you um, have any, though? Anything you need advice on? Let me think about that real quick. No. No, I think I'm all right for right now. But when I get a problem, I'll be sure to okay. email it instead yeah. of texting y'all. Email yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Do we have more of the story? Um, I do not. Because we talked about a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. So. It's a lot of takeaways. Yeah. So it's, it'll be really hard for me to come up with More that. of the story, I feel like when you are going through a breakup process, you actually need to experience every one of those steps. Yeah, mm. you do. Before you can completely move on. Mm-hmm. That's my moral of the story. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, My moral of the story is... Get I, you a man that's going to pump your gas. Get you a man that's going to pump your fucking gas. Mm-hmm. And pay for a cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dale, do you have a moral of the story? Uh, we're all different, you know. We experience things different ways. We take things different ways. So, find your stride on 
How you plan on taking things? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the episode. Don't forget, it's a new episode every Sunday now, not Friday. So catch you back next Sunday, and we will have a guest, and the guest is actually my cousin from Canada. So yay! All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye.